Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of our podcast, The Growing Happiness Scoop. On today's episode, we have Ali Vafai, our president, and Brian Crawford, our SVP of People. Say hi, guys. Hey, Brenda. Very excited to be here. Excited to have you guys here. In this episode, we're going to talk about our core values and the updated performance management and development process. To start off, we'll kick things off with something fun. So Ali, there's a word out there called Aliism. What does that mean? How to become a thing? And can you share one of your Aliisms? Yeah. Oh boy. There's actually an Aliism calendar out there. So uh, even though I was born here, I, I didn't live in one place or even one side of the planet for more than four years at a time. Uh, so growing up, I had to learn uh, a different language that also reads and writes the other way. English is left to right. The other one's right to left. And so I just mixed up a lot of different um, sayings. Um, so, for example, the team will catch me saying funny things and they'll, they'll write it down. Uh, I think I, one of my sayings was, um, uh, I hold the fifth instead of I plead the fifth or a, <laughs> a bone with a dog instead of a dog with a bone and um, things like that. Yeah, you're, you're doing it. Sorry, I'm going to interject. A disservice. Like he said there's a calendar. There used to be, we used the recognition system called YEI. You earned it. You, you get points from giving recognition from people on living the core values and whatnot. People could redeem these points for a calendar of Ali's face on a cartoon body in funny situations with Aliism saying things like, the dance must go on or follow the paper crumbs. <laughs> and just colloquialisms that are just like slightly off to what's be funny with, and endearing. What's yeah. wrong with the dance must go on? The show must go on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> see? <laughs> or the 80-yard line. We're almost 80 yard there. 80-yard line. Yeah, these are funny. I would love to see another. I know people have them somewhere hidden in storage. Maybe we should make a new one. Maybe we'll make one for 2023. Start start the new year with a Aliism calendar. It was legit, legitimately funny. And yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to get one made. All right. Well, now that we've learned about Aliisms, let's get into our core values. So, Ali, how were the core values created? You know, back in 2013, uh, the ownership group came together. We spent a, a weekend and we were trying to make sure we built an organization uh, that lasts forever and that... Um, Others could run it eventually and people can run themselves and it doesn't need to have, you know, ownership there to, to tell you what to do. And uh, so we asked each other, what are the values that matter uh, to each one of us? And we collectively came up with uh, what we now have as our core values. So how do our core values tie into our company culture? Uh, again, core values are you know, everybody has um, different values and trying to make sure uh, that the values of individuals in the company are all aligned uh, with the values of the company. Uh, we had to come up with those values so anybody can, you know, take their values and compare it against the company and say, yeah, this is a place I want to be and be a part of this team. Or they'll look at it and go, nope, this place is not for me. Um, so the, the, uh, you know, the uh, core values tie into the culture that we're, we're looking to have here. Um, 
which you guys know all the core values. Uh, one can't go without the other. They're kind of all intertwined with one another. And, and that's what sets us apart. Yeah, I was going to, um, there's a cool question because I think the, if I may, the core values kind of define the culture. They create what that culture is. And Ali, you said something that I thought was really interesting. Um, you know, most of the time people ascribe that old saying of doing the right thing when no one's looking. Usually it's like a compliance thing or a legal thing or something related to fraud. But in this case, it's like defining the core, letting the core values define your culture such that even when no one's like actively telling you what to do, the core values kind of dictate what you do. So it kind of dictates how you'll act in different situations. And if you're spend time instilling the core values in people as they come on board and helping them understand what they mean and how they play out, right? Then you've got a successful organization that can actually scale. So I wasn't there at the time when you all created it, but that's what I've seen um, and how it kind of creates the company culture here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the, it's the guiding force or your conscience to make sure when no one's looking, you're, you're doing the things that the company uh, would expect uh, and the right things. It's like integrity, doing the right thing when no one's watching. Let me try to turn that into an alleyism one day. So figure it out before before we create your calendar next year. If you had to pick one, which core value is the most important? It's got to be people matter, period, which is at the top. Um, you know, if you think about the industry that we're in, it's a highly commoditized industry. Um, there's lots of competitors, which which tells you, we're not sending man to the moon. It's not, you know, um, something that others can't do. So as a uh, highly commoditized industry, and we all do the same things, you know, Fannie, Freddie, Jenny, uh, collecting payments, collections, those are not unique things just to us. So what makes us better than our competition, which then enables us to grow and continue growing and being around is the way we do it. And so our secret sauce is our culture, the our people, um, and our, our people, if they're highly engaged and, and happy where they're working and doing the right things, um, and we're all a team, then, then we deliver the rock-solid service at the bottom uh, end of the core values, um, which result in continuing to be in business and continue to grow uh, and being around as a company. Cool. I like that. Do we have any unofficial core values? I've heard the saying GSD or grow happiness. You know, some people like Toma try to add another core value. I, I keep, uh, or Jason trying to add things. Um, I, I think we want to stick to the four core values that we've come up with. Um, and of course the way we do things here. There's hashtag nimble in case you've heard that for old timers. Um, there's GSD getting stuff done, not the other word you were thinking. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so those are all byproducts of of the amazing kick-ass uh, culture that we have with because of our people. I remember I heard hashtag nimble when I interviewed with the company in late 2016. Oh, that's been around for a long time. Yeah. yeah the ironic part is hashtag nimble had us owners driving a bullet train. <laughs> I remember there was a project that had the word bullet train in it too at the time. Um, yeah, the, the GSD thing for sure. You hear it a lot. 
it's probably derived from the inspiring leadership and the strength of character, being willing to roll up your sleeves and get stuff done. It's probably where it comes from. So it's how it shows itself. So yeah, it's definitely a big trait of ours, a GSD or as Johnny Spagnola coined at one point, GSDWF, get stuff done with fun. Um, I think it definitely shows up as a core attribute of ours and unofficial value, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, now that we've learned about Ollieisms, and hopefully we can get a calendar made for next year with Ollieisms, um, let's jump into our updated performance management and development process. So, Brian, in one or in two to three sentences, what is our new approach? All right, so I'll try to limit it to three sentences. That doesn't count. So, <laughs> I'd say we're, we're creating expectations on, around the content and frequency of our development conversations. So rather than relying on an annual review, we're ditching that antiquated standard approach and will instead ensure that we're meeting at least quarterly to openly discuss successes, challenges, and overall helpful feedback for one another. And so the result should be a lightweight, slightly less formal, but more impactful process that focuses on continued improvement and more closely matches the way TMS is run. TMS already has performance reviews. Are these going to go away or why are we changing it now? Yeah, we do for sure. And performance conversations have always been extremely important and valuable. So they aren't going away. It's the reliance on a once annual process that's going away. Right, so we are an agile company or hashtag nimble. Right, we can only succeed if we're focused on continually improving. Right, So you see in the way we create and manage quarterly rocks that drive the business goals for the year and support larger goals outlined in our one-page strategic plan. And so when it comes to the heart of the company, the people waiting until the end of the year to have those conversations doesn't really cut it. So the, the gist is we kind of owe it to ourselves and our teams to provide positive reinforcement and helpful feedback on opportunities for growth in a timely, relevant, and consistent manner instead of waiting until the end of the year to do these things. Yeah, nothing's worse than waiting until the end of the year to talk about your performance. Yeah, whether it's something you can improve on or something you're doing great, you want to hear about it when it's relevant and timely. You don't, yeah. you don't want to hear. It's, it's nice to be told, oh, yeah, great job when you did something back in February when it's December. But it's much nicer to hear it while it's active so you can reinforce behaviors that you're seeing or conversely, course correct if you're doing something that maybe isn't going so well. Yeah, a year's too long. End of the year's yeah. too long. Yeah. Um, what should we expect during these check-in conversations and how can people prepare? So the theory is at least once per quarter, we're, I'm using air quotes on audio, so we're stepping back from our day-to-day -day discussion and having a check-in conversation. So the general topics of these are going to be looking back over the last, you know, since last time we met, typically since last time we met last quarter, uh, what went well, what didn't go so well, and looking ahead, um, what challenges do we see, what kind of concerns do we have, any roadblocks that we can identify that we can kind of overcome together. Um, some stop, start, and continue conversation and general feedback. So these topics and that template are actually in Paylocity. So anyone in the company can log into Paylocity, navigate to the performance module, you know, where you'd select your self-service or time and labor to go to performance. You can create, there's an orange button there that says create journal. You hit that and it will bring up a template and you can use the drop down to select team member quarterly check-in. That's the template that most will adopt. So all the questions that you would typically cover are, are in there. Mind you, it's it's illustrative only and uh, teams may have their own spin on it and they kind of tweak the way it's done. But those are the core topics we want to make sure get covered at least once per quarter. So everyone is having these. 
Uh, in fact, I just this morning, so on August 30th, I had my own. So I did my, with teams that I work with, I did them over the last few weeks. And then I was on the other end of it, having a check-in done with me this morning. So every one of the companies is doing these. And it was a, I'll say I'm pleased that I enjoyed going through it as a participant as much as I did creating it uh, and helping to create this pro- program that we roll out. Um, so everyone in the company does these things. When you've got your check-in scheduled, review the topics ahead of time, uh, put some thought into your feedback so you can be ready to openly discuss the meeting or during the meeting. And it's cliche, mind you, but you I'll say it anyway. You can really only get a lot out of it if you put a lot into it. So take some time. Think about reflecting on the last quarter, reflecting on the future quarter, things you want to discuss, success, challenges, et cetera, and come ready to talk about it in an open manner. And it's way easier to talk about what you did last quarter and what you want to do next quarter than having to wait until the end of the year to talk about what you did back in January. Exactly. It's both ways. Recency bias is a real thing. We're we're really only thinking about the last few months of our lives in most cases. Yeah, exactly. Um, Well, we cover some of these topics in our regular discussions already. Is that going to change? No. Um, in fact, I hope that we cover most of these topics in our regular discussions already. And some groups maybe do them a little more formally than others, as they should. So this doesn't replace the conversations. Instead, I'll say it supplements them. Meaning if you're already covering some of these topics in some other format, maybe it's a monthly scorecard meeting or a monthly check-in you have with your team, and most of these topics are already covered, but not all, then I would guess and, and take an educated guess here. I'm not really guessing. But every so often, we'll supplement those conversations to make sure that the things that aren't hit already are being hit at least once per quarter. So it sounds a little confusing, but the best thing to do will be to connect with your manager and discuss how these conversations will happen. How often are we going to do it? Uh, we have our monthlies. How will this work? Are we going to substitute every third monthly with one of these check-in conversations? Um, the whole goal is to make sure it fits into the rhythm and cadence of what we do. So it shouldn't feel overly cumbersome. It should feel helpful and kind of timely and relevant. So the goal is make sure we get those, have those key conversations at least once a quarter. End of story. And if we're doing that, we're doing a a good job in helping each other improve. Kind of memorializing it every quarter. Yeah. And setting a standard and a minimum standard and expectation. Um, If we, you know, have things being done differently in a bunch of different areas, right? So having some lack of consistency and no expectation of how it gets done. I don't think, luckily we have a company that relies and thrives on feedback. So I don't think there's many pockets or anywhere where we don't have some sort of these conversations. This is just standardizing it and formalizing a little bit. Yep. Cool. Well, that was a lot of good information about our updated performance management and development process. I think it's going to go really well, and I think people will enjoy it. We've learned more about our core values, Ollieisms, and the updated performance management and development process. Ollie, Brian, thanks for joining me today. Anything else that you guys would like to add before we end our call? Great job, uh, Brenda. I know you started these episodes recently. Very nice. And Brian, thanks for giving an update to everyone. Yeah, I agree. Thanks, Brenda. Appreciate you having us on. And thanks for joining me. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Stay tuned and check Unicornopolis for exciting updates. If you're interested in sharing topics or joining a future episode, submit a comment in task number 542439. Until our next episode, let's continue to GSD and grow happiness. Thanks for joining us today.